Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. It's the NBA Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss. No, 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 no. Jared, Jared, more juice. Turn it up. It's the playoffs. It's the NBA Daily Dig here on the Athletic NBA Show. I am Jared Weiss. He's voted Keel, Brian Smith on the boards. And you know what? I deserve that because this was a big night. We had an eight seed upsetting the one seed. That's right. New Orleans Pelicans beat the Phoenix Suns, even though the Suns won like literally twice as many games of them this season. They win 125 to 114, my computer froze. Uh, Brandon Ingram had 37 points, 11 boards, nine dimes. Pretty much perfection from him, Mo. He was amazing. I mean, like, just the stuff he was doing down the stretch, you know, hitting that three on Crowder, hitting the fadeaway along the baseline, like, and he was doing this stuff all game long. It, it was funny, Jared, towards, like, the end of the third quarter, or maybe it was, like, during the fourth, but there was a moment where he's on the weak side playing defense, and he has his hands on his knees, and I'm like, oh, man. I don't know if he's going to have enough energy for this to really kind of finish this thing off. And sure enough, he proved me wrong, not just with the the scoring, but finishing with 11 rebounds, nine assists, like damn near a triple-double, like right there. I think it was just a really impressive performance from him and from the Pelicans as a whole. Yeah, I mean, he just completely dominated the second half after pretty much nothing in that big second quarter sin of his when Phoenix started to really take control of the game. Uh, but he just the entire offense ran through him in the second half and he just kept getting bucket after bucket after bucket late in the fourth quarter as I mean Phoenix was leading this game with about seven and a half minutes left when DeAndre Aiden got an alley-oop and New Orleans just kind of steadily built from there and that's something you don't expect from a young team really like they're 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 Two vets, Jonas Valanciunas and CJ McCollum, but they're really propped up by like three rookies, Brandon Ingram in his first playoff appearance. Like this is a really impressive performance. And first year head coach and Willie Green, who's awesome. Like I love the wired segments with him. Like I'm ready to fight Jared after a, a Willie Green wired segment. Oh, yeah. I'm like watching through tears every single time I'm getting one of those speeches. It makes me want to jump off the couch and then I twist my ankle and get back on the couch. Uh, but Ingram was I just loved how he came out after halftime. He one of his first plays out the half. He just kind of hezzies in transition, ends up driving through all five guys. A few plays later, throws the pass down court over everybody. He just he was he was pretty merciless. And, and I think that's the that's the thing that New Orleans needs if they're going to win in this series you got him jackson hayes guys like that that are just attacking lethally at the rim um and then of course cj mccollum in crunch time he had some big shots as well you got kind of what you're 
looking for out of him when you brought him in of just some of those like crucial pull up threes in the fourth quarter. But there was just a great balance of attacking and McCollum with his shot making that allowed New Orleans to actually get a win in this series, which I don't think a lot of people saw happening. Yeah, no, uh, I did not at all expect that, especially after the first quarter of the game yeah, in game one, where I was like, wow, this thing might be a route the whole way through. Um you know, it's it's not just CJ, though, right? Herb Jones's defense, he does oh, yeah. a great job. You're getting some great stuff from Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes had like a two-minute sequence where it was pretty impressive. A big block on Mikhail Bridges after Bridges blocked his shot, and then a couple of transition dunks and things like that. Like, just all of this stuff really positive. But I have the more in, the most interesting stat for you, Jared. Scott Foster remains undefeated against Chris Paul in the playoffs after this game. <laughs> There's no way that's actually true. That's incredible. Chris Paul has lost 14 straight playoff 14 games straight. that Scott Foster has refereed. The greatest rivalry in all of basketball, Scott Foster versus Chris Paul. It's like uh, Tim Donaghy and, uh, and Allen Iverson. But, um, okay, before we even get to the Phoenix Suns, Alvarado. I love watching this guy play. Everybody loves watching him. The GTAs are so great. My favorite moment of this game, probably my favorite moment of the night. Oh, well, we'll get to Kyle Lowry in a second. But uh, him trying to do the GTA on Chris Paul. And Chris Paul just looks at him coming and just waves him off. Like, get the hell out of my face. That was just so great. Chris Paul was offended that he think that Jose Alvarado thought that he'd be able to pull this off against Chris Paul. Maybe try this one against Cameron Payne. Don't, don't offend Chris <laughs> with that way. Okay, so um, maybe one of the reasons New Orleans won this game was Devin Booker got hurt because uh, Book was absolutely unbelievable in the first half of this game. I mean, just the fact that he had 31 points, 7 for 11, 3, doing that in the first half in only 25 minutes, but then the hamstring strain comes back and he ends up being out for the game. That's concerning. Yeah, I mean, this looked like this was going to be a night that Devin Booker was going to win it for the Suns, or at the very least, we were robbed of a Devin Booker, Brandon Ingram duel, right? Of them going back and forth down the stretch. And I think uh, it's frustrating, but that's a scary, scary thing here for the Suns. Because now you got to start wondering, okay, like what, what does this mean? And maybe not for this series, but for the next one or the one after, like how long will it take him to get healthy and get right with all of those things? That just opens the doors wide open. In, in the Western Conference. Like, I, for me, if the Suns were healthy, I felt like there was no team that could beat them. But now with just how good the Warriors are looking and, and you're watching this with the Suns, it's it's almost like they're going in opposite directions. And this might be an overreaction because we literally only found out about this injury, what, like an hour ago? So, you know, who, who knows how serious it is, but that's how significant it can be. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. 
Head over to MichelobeUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Now, there's nothing better than when you have a team everybody loves get hurt in the playoffs. It's the fun part of the game. Let's move on to the other 1-8 series. Miami Heat, Atlanta Hawks, Jimmy Butler. 115 to 105 win for the Heat at home to go up 2-0. Jimmy Buckets had 45 points in no turnovers. I mean, Jared, I mean, this is this is we should all be buying big face coffee now. Like, I don't know what else to say. This was an unbelievable performance. You know, I, I took a moment to go because I just wanted to double check and I looked at his shot chart. And, you know, he makes four threes, which Listen for Jimmy going four or seven from three. Incomprehensible. It's a hell of a night. It's a hell of a night. And then on top, after that, you know, one mid range shot and everything else was in the paint. You know, he was just a monster attacking aggressively. I thought the way he played and just his performance of just like, yo, I'm going to pick the team up tonight. Because it felt like everybody else was maybe a little bit flat, maybe pretty excited with the fact of. They beat the crap out of Atlanta in game one. They felt pretty good. Jimmy came in there and really picked them up. And it was a just, there's not enough adjectives for how impressive this performance was, but it was really something to watch. Stupendous, infallible. This is why you're the writer and I'm a video guy. Yeah, it was, it was a big face kind of night. And what I loved about it was you, you talked about all the shots coming in the paint. A lot of those shots were in transition. It was like him getting steals, him leaking out, driving through three different defenders. You know, uh, I think there was one play where John Collins tried to take a charge with about a minute and a half left. Jimmy just sidestepped him so effortlessly. I mean, that guy was blitzing downhill, but then full control of his body when he wants to hit the brakes. I mean, that's what Jimmy Butler is when he's at his best all the time. But this just felt like one of the best examples that we've seen outside of like that incredible finals he had against the Lakers a couple of years back. I mean, that's what it was. It was very reminiscent to that game, right? Except he didn't look as exhausted at the end of it, right? It, with, with everything that he, he went through. Again, just a dominant performance and this is what you want from your stars right like this is what you want ingram dominant with the pelicans like we just talked about tonight jimmy butler dominant with the performance and making sure his team goes hey we're going to atlanta up 2-0 we're not giving them a game here okay let's talk about the most important play from this game that's kyle lowry running down court with it the country under and just had one of the most astounding Kyle Lowry flops we've ever seen in our life. Can we get a frame by frame breakdown of that incredible, what do I call it, um, seizure of a of a basketball play? Well, it's not a basketball play. That's the thing. We 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 can't really call it a basketball play. It's just you know that's Kyle Lowry trying to draw a foul, trying to try, trying to flop, and all that stuff, and you know. It's it's some of the stuff that Kyle does, man. Yeah, what, what the hell was that, man? That was that was crazy. Okay, uh, the other thing from this game is probably Bogdanovich and Trey Young. It's it's always it's usually those two guys carrying the offense. Bogdanovich was insane in the fourth quarter. He just made it rain over and over and over again. It felt like monsoon season in Miami. But Trey Young, he did shoot ten for twenty, which I guess is good on paper. But he was two for ten from deep. He had ten turnovers. Trey, Trey is just not finding it in this series. I mean, this is a credit to the the Heat defense. Like, they're all over him. They're pushing up on him. They're pressuring him. They're making it really difficult. And, you know, Trey had 10 turnovers of the 19 turnovers for the Hawks that led to 21 points for the Heat. I mean, that's the difference in the ballgame. At the end of the day, like, when you're looking at that, 
that's the massive difference that you're you're looking. They're not able to take care of the ball. They're not doing a great job. It was only close because Bogdanovich got hot down the stretch, Jared, as you were alluding to. Like he was the guy that was hitting some shots there that was able to keep them in this game. And then Jimmy turned it up another notch. But if they're not going to be able to cut down on these turnovers or find a way to get Trey Young going here a little bit from three, man, this thing's over in four. <laughs> Our last game of the evening, 124 to 96 win for Memphis after Minnesota had taken game one. John Morant, uh, I mean, th- this game opened up a little bit in the second quarter. We get to halftime. It's still relatively close. The John Morant hit back-to-back threes in the third quarter. That's kind of when you knew that Minnesota was in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it, not even that. Jaron Jackson Jr. hits a big block on one end, runs down for a trail three, which, by the way, I thought his body was completely not even stopped. Like, I was like, wow, he's rushing this shot, drills that three. I mean, everything that they did in the third quarter was right. Everything Memphis did in the third quarter was absolutely wrong. And they just had a brutal night. And from that point, it just sort of coalesced into like, hey, an avalanche. And the Grizzlies ran him over. We had a monsoon in Miami. We had an avalanche in uh, in Memphis. You meant Minnesota had the bad third quarter, obviously. Uh, and l- let's just jump into Cat. Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, all-star big for Minnesota Timberwolves. He went four for seven in a playoff game. It's not the four for seven that bothers me. It's the five freaking fouls. And they're stupid fouls. Right, you saw the one where he got on the the shooting the three where he clearly kicks out his leg for no reason, like no, not for no reason, trying to draw a foul. But that was clearly an offensive foul. The referee was right on top of that, and that foul meant he had to go sit on the bench there. You know, you can't do that to your team. You're the all star big. You got to play more than 28 minutes, and that's the reason why he only played 28 minutes was foul trouble. And I know people are going to be like, "Oh, Finch shouldn't foul out his player." We saw how bad he was in the Clipper game in the first game of the playing tournament, right? Like he's not capable of not drawing that next foul. And I think that's the issue there. And, you know, cat's got to be smarter than that because they need him way too much for him to make these dumb plays. Yeah. I mean, Ant has been the kind of firebrand for this team. Cat needs to be the steady voice, the steady vision for them. And uh, hopefully they'll find that because this was not a pretty one. So that's going to do it for us here on the daily ding. And it's actually not because Mo has one more thing to say. I always got one more thing to say. <laughs> um, D'Angelo Russell want to show up for the series? Oh, yeah. That's Apart something. from hitting one three in the fourth quarter of game one, like, is he is he going to show up? Uh, apparently not. Well, uh, then now I'll end the show because uh, the D'Lo hate, uh, the D'Lo stands are coming for our next. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. It's a daily ding on the Athletic NBA show. He's Mo DeKeel. Brian Smith's the producer. I'm Jared Weiss. Mo, what do we say? day. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10 
$10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.